Good morning. Uh, annoyingly punctual today. <laughs> good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, we're. Uh, I, I'm still adjusting to your time change, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, me today mm-hmm. uh, went okay. I finished work at five. All right. I'm hosting Easter at my house. I have to go buy Easter eggs for all the kids for the Easter egg hunt. Oh, I need to buy like tablecloths and I need to do it. And then, oh, you know what? If I don't get my groceries today, I'm going to hate myself on Saturday morning. Okay, I'm going to do my groceries. Got to my car at exactly the time that we podcast and went, oh, shit, Daryl's been ready for half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, and what you just described, I think, is every is the thought process of everyone that goes into a target superstore here. Like they got to buy all the stuff at target and then they got to do the grocery shopping. And there's always things that, you know, just continue to add up and you leave and you spend like $300. It's insane. I was, I, I actually was pretty good. I had set myself a budget of $60 for like party stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was sort of eggs and, decorations and cutlery and all of that sort of stuff and I came in at $78 and I was kind of okay with that like I was like you know what I spent more than I was expecting but I got some really good bargains well and it um you know look if with all the uh, the things that you got taken care that you took care of uh, I think that's adequate I, I think you did a good job Absolutely. yes <laughs> plus plus the minute that I knew so I to be completely honest, the reason my budget was $60 was because I had a voucher that had $60 in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the minute I knew my pay had gone into my account, I went, hmm, I am okay with spending extra money. <laughs> yeah, what you're speaking of is something that, you know, it, it it's true for all of us. It's really nice when we're spending other people's money or vouchers or gift cards or things like yeah. that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but do you know what? Do you know what's funny? I am, um, I am notoriously the worst person in the world to give a gift voucher to because I'm not, I am not good at spending money on myself. I know that my brooch collection alludes to otherwise, but I'm real, I'm really not. And so, if I get a gift voucher, I'm there going, all right. Well, I don't normally spend a hundred dollars on myself in this store, so how can I best make a hundred dollars look like a hundred dollars well spent? So basically, for, and your, I will just... for your birthday, they should send you vouchers to the brooch store. <laughs> That's possible. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good idea. I um, yeah, I just, I'm not good with vouchers. I I I don't like getting vouchers, and I don't like giving them. Um, which which is really unpopular nowadays. Right, because I like I had a moral dilemma that I was going to a baby shower the other week and they asked for no presents. They asked for either a donation to their wishing well or vouchers. And I was like, I'm not good with that. I like giving a gift. I like thinking it through. I like working out, oh, that's really cute or that's really, you know, you know what I mean? I like being really thoughtful. And to me, a voucher is pretty much just a, here, here's a piece of card that I paid $30 for inside a card that I paid $2 for. So, but it, but there you go. you're it's giving, no but you're giving people the gift of flexibility to get what it is that they want. And this is, um, it's, it's funny. I remember when we first started selling gift cards back when I worked in retail, um, you know, 15 or so years ago and the whole concept of, wait, you're buying store credit 
that that like it just people like they didn't quite get it to whereas now everybody with the exception of my mom will buy will just give people gift cards she's still kind of the same sentiment that you have but it's not thoughtful i want to give somebody a gift so she'll um she she started to come over to where she buys more gifts uh, gift cards and gift certificates but yeah for the longest time she's like that's not thoughtful that's just buying somebody a you know a, a card to use at their discretion and i'm like well that's actually a pretty thoughtful thing if you think about it and then i got yelled at. well see 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 to, to me I, I i don't think so and i don't like it when people give me gift cards i'm okay if i've earned them like if they're using them as rewards at work yeah okay that's fine i'm good with that that's pretty much just extra money yeah but with me um so in my family at christmas uh because there's so many grown-ups now we do a, a 50 dollars secret santa mm-hmm so you each get given one person. I am the only person every year that says, I do not want a gift card. These are things that I like. These are things I'm into. Please don't give me a gift card. I want to get. Because once you get to a certain age, you have nothing to unwrap. That's true. And it sort of takes some of the joy out of it. And, and I just think, I mean, for me, it's such a great thing. When you think and you think and you think about what somebody's going to really, really like, even if you're literally buying them something that they would have bought themselves with the gift card that they wanted, I, I, I totally, I totally get it. And we still actually have a, a similar setup with uh, with my aunt and uh, and my cousins at Christmas time. Whereas we will send them, uh, she wants a link. She wants links to like five or six different things. So that she can pick and choose yeah. what she's going to get. So you don't, you have an idea of what you're getting and you're sending her size and color and all that. But um, what I think is really funny though, and she might be listening, she actually may listen to, well, I have to tell her about this podcast, but she, uh, <laughs> she might actually listen to the podcast. But the funny thing is, is I think when we used to buy more gifts for, um, for her kids, for my cousins, I think she would try to do her shopping early and then the things that they wanted that she couldn't find, she would then tell us that is the mm-hmm. items that they would want. And we would have to go on, you know, uh, mad hunts for them. So it was always kind of fun. So, so we have massive, in June, July, there are massive toy labels in Australia, mm-hmm. which basically means you can go into any department store, you can get the toys for half the price that they are, and then you put them on layaway and you pay it off for the rest of the year. Yeah. And then you get them out just before Christmas. Um, and when I had heaps of nephews and nieces that were under that age, that the age that, you know, they love toys, that was great. It was a godsend because that I, I literally set a $30 limit for every nephew and niece and I'd get them a $60 present for 30 bucks. And, um, and then they all just started getting older. Yeah, And so now it's literally like maybe six of them that we do the toy sale for. And then this, you know, the sisters that have those kids will send me a message saying, Hey, can you grab this? Cause I couldn't get it in my lay by. And all the Santa presents will come to Annie Rachel's house instead. <laughs> um, and yeah. And, and, but it's funny. It is funny. Uh, when you are the, a few years ago, um, the idea of family Christmas was raised because I am the youngest of 12. 
And so every year it's nominated at somebody else's house. Somebody does Christmas. And this, I remember this one year, uh, and it was when I was still single. I, I think I must have been about 24. It was the year before I was no longer single, right? And they went, you know what? We're all just going to do our own Christmas this year. Yeah, we, we won't do a big family Christmas. We'll just do our own family Christmas. I'm like, that's awesome. So I just get to spend the day on my own then. And they're like, they're like oh, oh, but um, well, you can always just come to our family Christmas. And I'm like, well, no, because then that's not family Christmas. We either do family Christmas or we don't do family yeah, Christmas. You're not, you're not, you're not writing Rachel into the family Christmas. We're not doing it. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not your, I'm not your string along. That's right. And, um, and like, I like the way my brother does it. My brother never does Christmas, but if we all go to the beach on Boxing Day, he'll come to that. He lives down the coast. He lives two hours away. They live across the road from the most beautiful beach in Australia. Not if I lived in that location, I would not do family Christmas either. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first yeah. time because on the podcast, you will bring up your sisters every once in a while. I don't think you've ever mentioned your brother on the podcast. Yeah, I, I don't. I, you know what? I, it's funny. I don't talk about them a lot, but I love my brothers. My brothers can pre- pretty much be given anything. There you go. You know, you si- your sister looks at you funny and you're like, for a week. But your brother, you're just like, oh, that's my brother. Yeah. God, I love him. <laughs> um, yeah. And oh, what was the other one? So the other one was a few years ago when everybody had kids except for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're not buying gifts for adults anymore. And I went, I'm not down with that. <laughs> I'm like, and, and I'm not one to normally voice my opinion on big stuff in my family. I'm the youngest. My opinion doesn't count. Right. I'm good with that. I just sit there and just take it and I'm polite and I smile and I do my own thing. Um, but as soon as they're like, oh, yeah, we're not buying for adults anymore. I'm like, I'm not good with that. And one of my sisters turned around and goes, what do you mean? And I've gone, here's the thing. You've got three kids. She's got five kids. She's got this many kids. She's got that many kids. I buy a gift for every single one of your kids. So what you're telling me is I'm shelling out at least, we'll say birthdays and Christmases and Easter's. I'm spending two or $300 on your families each, each year. Nobody buys me a birthday present. So I'm not getting a Christmas present either. I'm shelling out all this money and I'm getting nothing. I know it's not about getting something. <laughs> but in this but case. It would be nice yeah. to get something. And, um, <laughs> and so then it became a thing. Where and that's why they started the adult Chris Pringle, <laughs> and then, um, and then most of them will throw me a box of chocolates or something, and I'm like, okay, I'm all right with that. No, and, I... then, and then like, oh, but but when you have kids, and I'm like, yeah, yeah but what if I don't have kids? There you go. Like, but when you have kids, and I'm like, yeah, but what if we don't have kids? <laughs> that means I get bupkis. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and um. Yeah, and, and then I remember, like, having that conversation with my family, and then there was an episode of Sex in the City where she literally said the same thing, where she was just, like, because her friend's like, yeah, but, you know, those are gifts. When you get married and you get all these things, then you'll get those gifts, too. And she's like, but what if I don't? Like, you know, there's no event that celebrates the congratulations you didn't marry the wrong guy day. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
what I find hilarious about all of this, never mind the fact that you did a Sex in the City tie-in and you wrapped everything up with there isn't a you married the maybe you married the wrong guy day. We just have, <laughs> we've done a Christmas episode not in July, you know, where people are like, oh, <laughs> let's let's be real creative six months before Christmas. Nope, here we are. We're towards the latter part of April. We're talking about Christmas. Happy Easter. Let's talk about That's Christmas. why. You know Basically what? what Man, that's the title of this episode. Happy Easter. Happy let's Christmas. talk about Christmas. Happy Easter. Let's talk about Christmas. So we have to, and we do have to mention uh, our friend Willie Gillis, because I know he's listening. Uh, he's currently trying to be the number two fan of this show, uh, because Neil is just number one in everybody's heart. Uh, ah, so wait, wait, yeah. wait, but is Neil number one number one fan of this show? Because I know Neil is number one fan of your show. I think but he is. Neil's not the number one fan of this one. Well, I, I mean, okay. Okay. Was Neil on board for you starting your own podcast? Yeah, actually, Neil came up with the with the topic, so Neil the title, so Neil. So even though Neil, <laughs> yeah, and I, I, that was going to be that was going to be my follow up if you said no, I came up with it. Um, and when I say I, when I say I, I mean you. Um, you know, my role in all this, if you listen to Gary Cantrell, is I just try to push people to start podcasts, which is that's exactly it's true. true. It's totally true. And if you're um, listening, Gary Cantrell, which I doubt that you are, but if you're listening, <laughs> Gary Cantrell, answer my freaking messages. Oh my gosh, you're hilarious! But I, I think the big note here is that if anybody listening, if you guys ever are at a meetup with Rachel, do not give her gift cards and give her actual. I did. I just, I, you know what? I would rather somebody not give me anything. Yes. I would rather somebody give me a packet of cheese because they know I like that type of cheese. Yeah. I like one of the best gifts I ever got was a girl that I went to school with who knew I liked quotes and she got me this little $2 book of quotes. And I'm like, that's that's awesome. There is no price limit with Rachel. Rachel is literally the person that is happy with anything you give her, except for a gift card. <laughs> Have you ever thrown a gift card back at somebody? No, I just sort of looked at it. Do you know what I do, though? If somebody gives me a gift card, I take a photo of whatever I bought for myself with it. Yeah. Or, quite, do, do you know why I don't like gift cards, honestly? Because I very rarely spend them on myself. And, and I think that's definitely a woman thing or a, a, like, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I feel guilty spending money on myself, so I don't do it. So when you give me a gift card, if I, you know, I literally, the gift card that I used was a gift card I got at work for performing well in my job. I got given a gift card and I used it to pay for my family Easter. And, and I'm just not good at that. And maybe that's something I need to address, but like, I remember once somebody gave me a gift card and said, now you absolutely have to spend this on yourself. So what I did was I just took photos of stuff that I'd already bought like <laughs> months before and then just went, thanks so much. This is what I got. So I, I think we're learning an awful lot about you and your, your spending tendencies. And I like to feel <laughs> like maybe this is something I need to work on. Um, I get that though, because we, uh, when I worked at the, at the agency, we had a, a drugstore, a Walgreens right across the street. And for performing well, we would always get these $10 Walgreens gift cards and Walgreens for every single holiday. So with Easter, like the day after Easter, they're going to have 70% of their Easter candy that they bought for this holiday 
left. So you're going to be able to buy that for half price, if not cheaper. So what we would do is just buy all the holiday candy. So whenever there was a holiday, Valentine's Day, Easter, 4th of July, I, they, they have candy sales for everything now. Um, we would just go over there and, and buy bags of candy for the office. And we would put it in the three candy bowls that we had for this this agency that had maybe eight employees. So, yeah, there you go. I Yeah, and I'm so – like, okay, so – I'm so not good at people spending money on me that I've literally banned anybody I've ever had a relationship with from buying me roses on Valentine's Day. You know why? Because they hike up the price for them. Totally and roses aren't, even my, roses aren't even my favorite flowers. And the roses you get on Valentine's Day are piddly compared to regular roses because they're so over-farmed for Valentine's Day. So we, you know? we actually, my wife and I, when we're, uh, we're gonna, if we're going to go out and celebrate for a holiday, yeah. so if Valentine's Day is on a Sunday, we're going to go out to dinner on Thursday night before the holiday for that exact reason because they do they hike up the prices for things there's always a long wait if you go somewhere that's the thing with me in restaurants like if i if i go to a restaurant and they say you know you want to put your name in and they say okay it's gonna be 20 minutes if i'm sitting there and i have time to think about the fact that i'm paying somebody to make a meal for me and what it's going to end up costing and how long I'm going to have to actually sit there and eat the meal. I'm like, you know what? Let's I, go to the grocery store and buy Seriously, it and I will talk. Like, and that's the thing. Like, you know, my family will be like, let's stay, let's stay. I would totally do that every time. Like, if I'm standing there for two minutes, I will talk myself out of wanting to go out to eat. And I'll just be like, screw it. Let's go to the grocery store. Do you know what's funny? You and I had a conversation once about self-deprecating humor and that we're both very good at making fun of ourselves, yeah. right? Yes. I think that that is linked to this. It's, it has something to do with self and self-worth, and it's something that we need to address because our stinginess, some, some may call us frugal, some may call us stingy. Our stinginess has something connected to that, I think, because I would not hesitate to, you know, if you were in my life, Daryl, it's your 40th birthday and I know you really want da-da-da and it costs $80, I wouldn't even hesitate. But I can't tell you the last time that I didn't go, oh, really, did I need that? Did I, did I, and rethink myself 50,000 times for anything that costs more than $10. So here's where... Oh, like I'm, I'm so here's honest, where... This, this is, this is awesome because I actually can disagree with you here and I love this because oh. like, I will... Um, I, when we started budgeting, um, I then started to look at, okay, what are we spending on food? And it basically, if I work the numbers out, I, end, we end up spending something crazy, like three to five times more, uh, every time we go out to eat versus eating at home. And I've gotten pretty good at making like at home versions of, you know, things that I like stuff that I would get at a steakhouse. Things that I would, you know, like if I would go to like a Chipotle and make and, and get a burrito bowl or make burritos or, you know, that, that was probably my proudest moment was when I, I, I'm still working on my burrito folding skills, but I'm getting pretty good at it. Um, or like what I would get in an Italian restaurant. But like there's a there's a, a restaurant up the street that makes this amazing fried chicken sandwich. I mean, it is just it is the best thing ever now if i go and order this you're literally thing, talking to a girl that needs to have dinner soon and i'm going oh my god that sounds so good so but here's the thing like i go for this if i'm up there if i go there and i just if it's just me and if i get the sandwich the side that comes with it 
and a water to drink. By the time I tip the the server, it's like it's a $15 meal for just me. But I'm like, I would eat that every day if I if I could, because I really, really enjoy it. And like the same thing with what you're talking about, if it's it doesn't have to be a 40th birthday, it could be like, you know, it, it could be like, well, Rachel did really well at work today and she likes this kind of donut. And it's like some kind of really, you know, fancy hoity toity donut. And it's $12. I'm going to get Rachel the $12 donut and we're going to celebrate. So I'm, I'm totally for, cause see that that's my whole thing with part of, of when I talk about food and weight loss is look, we live in, in cultures where we celebrate with food, but when we we're do. in a situation where it's like during the week, and the reason that we're going out to eat is because we didn't defrost something from the freezer. Then that's when I start thinking. So like just eating out for the sake of eating out. I'm like, that's when I start, you know, kind of being like, eh, do we really, do I really want to do this? But as far as like, oh, no, like and, and I, can, I completely support that too. I mean, my way of yeah. thinking is that it's, that it's frugal to eat at home. If for nothing else, then it means I've got lunch for two days too. That's you know, yeah. Like that's when, when I cook dinner, I you know di- dinner also becomes lunch for the next couple of days. Um, I just think you strike me as a person that is generous of spirit, the kind of guy that would buy a twelve dollar donut. Which I'm now intrigued to wonder what a twelve dollar <laughs> donut would be like. So talking to a fat girl here, okay? I'm focusing on the important bits, which is the food. Yeah. No, I, mean, I just think that I'm I'm not great at spending money on myself. That I wouldn't hesitate to buy someone a twelve dollar donut, but I would I wouldn't buy myself one. Well, and and you're talking to say, and I'm definitely I'm in the same boat. Like uh-huh. I buy when I buy my clothes, I usually buy them at for. You guys have TJ Maxx over there. Uh, we do, we do. I've, I've literally been maybe once or twice. It's okay. too messy for me. Okay. Yeah. It can, it can get pretty messy there. They, they, yeah, it, it uh, people, people like to rummage through the clothes when they're there. Um, but I'll buy, usually I'll get my clothes there or I'll order them online. And I, but the thing is, is I wear stuff. Like if I go in and look at my closet, especially I have like my, my button up shirts, even though men's styles don't change nearly as often as women's do apparently. Um, yeah, I, I would totally have stuff in there from like five and six years ago. Like I have to make a conscious effort to say, okay, it's time to update the wardrobe and, you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Like as far as actually spending money on myself, I don't normally do it as much. I'm just not, I'm just not that comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. And, and I don't know, I, I think that with our shopping habits, shopping habits tend to be formed when we're sort of in our late adolescence, early twenties, I think. And because I, I, I didn't have money. Like I didn't yeah. come from money. I worked really hard. I was studying. I had no cash and I couldn't ask my mom. I just, you know, like I remember every outfit that I wore to uni, my first year of uni cost less than $3. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think it's, and I think now if you're somebody like I, you make an interesting point because yes, you're talking about your late teens, early twenties. That's when you start, you know, earning your own money and spending your own money. And yeah, yeah you're probably laying the foundation for your, your spending habits for the rest of your life. So yeah, very yeah. insightful. Right. This is what happens when I realize, Oh shit, I meant to podcast. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, we, we did have our one ten minute episode. So that's good. We've done one ten minutes. And and I mean like we've we've in all fairness, we've only gone over by fourteen minutes today. Yeah, this is like <laughs> this is good for us. No, I mean it's it, but in this, it speaks to the whole thing of, look, we get on a top. The stuff we talked about today, we haven't talked about before anywhere. So that's pretty cool. I like it. We're still finding new stuff to talk about. Exactly. Happy Easter. Let's talk about Christmas. That's awesome. That's that's definitely the name of the episode. <laughs> are we? Right. Yeah. Are we, so are we, are we doing questions here? I know I ask this every week. <laughs> um, look, we don't really do questions. Okay. I feel like questions are a Tuesday thing. Yeah. By the way, did you see, you might have missed it, we literally got 30, 40 responses to the what would you tell your 17-year-old self? I got, and, and see what I've started to do, because I get, I probably got good you got impatient when you put it in your stories, I saw. <laughs> well, I end up, what I usually end up doing when somebody does the responses, because they don't, I actually end up messaging the person and like talking about their response because i i wish i mean you have to i don't like the way that they do the share the response on stories i think it could be done better uh now i think with some of the responses that we got it's probably good that they were left anonymous because i mean you know i could certainly see where somebody might be uncomfortable i sharing that did that deliberately this week i kept them anonymous yeah yeah i mean i just i I think I look at it this way. If somebody's going to take the time and put an individualized response, I think it's best for, I just, I prefer giving them an individualized response back because it's not always like, you know, Hey, let's put this out for everybody to see because. Yeah. And, and Luke, honestly, I think it depends on the question because I think when the question is, what's your third favorite dinosaur? Yes. You know, it's okay if the um, response is not so. Yeah individualized and and i do i do do my best to make sure every story response is done in an individual way everybody gets different memes or different uh stickers or different comments okay well i like what i got from you which was a salty you don't even watch movies you probably don't even recognize my hair blah I'm not sure if you've seen Avengers. Yeah, I know. But my hairdo is kind of Scarlett Johansson in Avengers. Yeah. I, like, of course I've seen yeah, Avengers. Of course I've seen Avengers, and you are literally the Black Widow. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have, I have, like, I have flicked my hair so many times today. I just be like, what? Sorry, I'm just sitting here looking all kinds of cute. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad like, I'm so glad that you, back. <laughs> I'm so glad that that you're happy with your hair because I know this this really was weighing on your mind. I just was years. you know I just I got to a point where I knew I had to do it no matter what so I'm just glad that I like it. <laughs> yes. I- and my hairdresser who was so hesitant because he really didn't want to cut it. As soon as he cut it last night, he went, "Oh, it really did need that." <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, I just got so attached to the fact that you'd gotten it so long. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but this will be fun too. And he's just like, yeah, he was great. Like he was so great. I am. Um, I was talking to him last night, and because he runs his own, he he purpose built his house so mm-hmm. that his salon is in his house. 
Um, he's only young, I think 27, and he's got two young children and a wife. And um, and so when he was building his house, he purpose-built the salon in the house. And, it, you know, when you say home salon, you get this idea. It's, it looks like a professional fancy salon. It's beautiful. And um, and I'm so proud of him because he's, he's, you know, I've seen him through every step of this process of trying to set up his own business and working for other people that he didn't particularly like and doing what he had to do to get there. Yeah. And um, and he's been so busy with his home salon because he said to me, oh, I'm hoping I make enough to break even. And that was just with him. And he earned, he, he is so booked out that he had to hire three more hairdressers to work from his house as well. So when did he say to you that he was hoping he would break even? Was that this year or was that this past? No, so, so he only opened it in his home, I think it opened September of last year in his house. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he was sort of final stages of planning July last year, he's like, I'm hoping to break even in the first 12 months. And he's just... And then he sort of, one of the girls that he had working with him at the salon that, you know, and I liked her, she was really sweet. He was like, oh, I think I might take her on a few hours a week, maybe part-time. Hmm. And she, she works, she works a 60 hour week now. You know? Yeah. Cause we're so <laughs> um, So he's, and, and he was smart though, because he's like, okay, I'm the owner. I don't have time to do the other things. He made her the salon manager. So she has to handle all the stuff that's on the floor. She's handling the, whether or not people are, you know, doing their right stuff and, um, and then he's got one of the other hairdressers that he worked with, who is also great. You know, he comes in four days a week and, and he made it, he, they work 12 hour days, four days a week because they'd rather have three days off. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, um, and because he has like, he has a, I think a, a four year old and a one year old. And so he wants to spend time with his kids as well. And I just, because he's been so busy he's sort of been like my hair, he's there whenever I get my hair done and we sort of say hi and everything. But the last two times it, it's been the other girl that's done it. And I love her. I trust her with my hair, but I'd missed him. I'd missed like our conversations and everything. And um, when I told him I wanted a really big cut, he went, okay, I'll make sure I do it. There you go. And he blocked out his evening so that he could spend three hours with me. And, um, and when I started talking to him, he'd asked me about the last few months and I, I got really emotional and I went, I need to stop for a second cause I'm going to cry. Yeah. And he's like, okay, all right, we're good. We're good. Okay. And then I, um, I told him about some stuff that I've got planned in, in the next couple of weeks and some stuff that I'm actually feeling really positive about. And he was so on board with all of that stuff. That um that then made me want to cry because he was really nice about it. So um yeah, it was just really nice, and it was one of those moments where I realized this this has gone. You know, I think we're about a year past him just being my hairdresser. That's Does that make sense? And yeah. and he'd become a friend. Yeah. And and then he's become a good friend, and yeah, and so and I love as well that <laughs> through Instagram, there are six women that followed me that now go see him. He's now their hairdresser too. That's wonderful. And it was all just because I put stuff up saying he's brilliant. Go check it out. And they did. Now, how long has he been cutting hair? How long has he been doing it? Has he been, yeah, cutting hair, like going back Uh, to when he was working for other people and all that. 12 years. So this is, 
this is what I think the great thing is because, you know, you'll, you'll come into people, you'll, you'll talk to people that say, I want to start my own business. I want to do this. I'm tired of working for the, working for the man or whatever else. And, you know, it, one, it takes time. And two, you're going to end up while you're learning one, while you're learning what it is that you need to do. And while you're getting the financial air cover to do what you want to do, eventually you're going to work for people and be in situations that you're probably not all that keen on, but I'm just sitting here listening. Okay. He's 27 years old. He's literally spent Mm -hmm. almost half of his life in this industry. He clearly Mm -hmm. is good at what he does. He takes care of his clients and he's building this out. So when somebody, because that's the other thing, when we are talking social media on, on the business side, there's a lot of, we talk about this on the weight loss side, but on the business side, there's a lot of like smoke and mirrors of like, oh, I just started this business and now I'm, you know, having drinks on a beach somewhere, uh, you know, after six months, his story, this is what building a business is actually like. And this is, if it's going to be a successful business, this is more in line with what actually happens. You learn how to do something, you work at it for years, and then you hopefully set up the infrastructure to do the business on the terms eventually that you're wanting to do. I love that he's 27 years old and he's been doing this for so long and he's set up a structure to where he is only working four days a week. I, I, I think do you know what I, Do you know what I loved as well? I loved that when he was setting up his own salon, he was smart enough to accept teaching at a local hair academy one day a week. Yeah. Because he thought, even if I don't make enough money the first year to break even, that's going to pay my home home repayments. Yeah. And, and, he, and he still does that. So he actually gets flown interstate one one weekend every two months to teach at uh, a hair academy at the top of the country he spends one week every three months in Fiji teaching hair at an academy over there it's he's just I I, I, I sound like a proud mama but I'm just I, he's just an awesome human being he, as well he, and he's so yeah so fabulous no I mean he sounds he he's got He's doing what he needs to do, which that's also what a lot of people, when they start out, like, it's funny, people will, people will have, like, nothing, like, no reputation or anything or no real experience, and they'll already start to tell you what it is, the things that they won't do, and that's the thing is, you know, you, you pick up work where you can, if you fit, and you fit it around the stuff that you're really, really good at, because he's still gaining Mm. experience, I guarantee you, if you talk to him about what he's learned from teaching, just being able to explain to other people what they need to do to get started in this career. He's learning from that too. He's learning from kind of how they respond to the stuff that he's teaching, but no, he's, he, it's, it's, he sounds wonderful and it just sounds like he's setting himself up to live the life he wants, but he's worked so hard to get there. That's, that's just really awesome to hear. He has, he is an awesome human. I am a big fan. Well, I'm a big fan, and like this is the most we've ever talked about him. So, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, okay, well, shall we? Uh, shall we put a plug in it because we are approaching forty minutes now. We're at we're at thirty six minutes for a ten minute podcast. Um, hey, man, it's your show. Cut cut me off whenever you want. <laughs> okay, so in that case. Happy Easter. Thanks for talking about Christmas. Yes. (laughs) 
and I'll talk to you on Tuesday. Sounds wonderful. We'll talk before then. You know that. I know that. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care, honey. Uh, bye.